Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Got Me Thinking Podcast. My name is Claudia Molina. And I'm Julie. All right. Um, that's Julie, if you couldn't understand. Um, yeah, I'm Julie. <laughs> and welcome back, Welcome back, welcome uh, back, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Got Me Thinking Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you are so subscribed. Well. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Got Me Thinking Podcast. Or send us an email at gotmethinkingpod at gmail.com. Yes, and if you haven't noticed already, we should have an anonymous forum for you, for you to submit anything you want anonymously. And we'll read it out loud in the podcast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. send it over. DM us. Email us. You can actually email us and it's more like anonymous. You can just email yeah. us and say, don't say my name. Right. And we won't. <laughs> and we won't. But, or Which you, we probably you, won't anyways. Yeah, I mean, you can use an email that you don't even use anymore. You know, the one that you know everyone uses for like that one email you have that is just strictly for stores and bullshit if someone asks you for your email but you really don't want to give it out so you give people them that still got those email i do oh i don't i got i have one email for like people who want to message me mm. i have another one for like stores okay which one do you give me the stores one <laughs> i give people a lot i think of you give stores. me the store one <laughs> you know um so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode and yeah happy hump day y'all happy hump day Valentine's Day just finished. I hope you had a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Valentine's Day was Valentine's Day. Yeah. I was working. Okay. I working hard for the money. All right. Anyways. So um, hard for <laughs> Okay. I work hard All right, for bitch. That's so enough. <laughs> me right. Um, oh. On another note, shout out to my brother. He had a birthday. Happy and birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Um, my sister-in-law is going to have a birthday this week. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Um, I'll stop right, right there. That's I'm enough. annoying my damn self. All right. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have you been up to? I have been working hard for the money. Okay. I've been doing a lot of, like, reflecting, getting shit done, getting on my creator bag mm. you know check out my photos if you haven't already okay i'll let your girl <laughs> um still I'm, single oh, it's okay shout out shout out to me actually come to me if you want to go out on a date with julie let's just say it like that you know wendy williams has like a thing where she's like um letting people like she has a segment like date with wendy mm. and um she has people actually sending videos of like potential dates that she's about to go on with like her Actual herself people. no people like men are like submitting these videos oh to, like, wow go on a date with wendy okay one of them was like a jazz um uh, he he makes music like jazz yeah, jazz okay. music and uh, she really liked him yeah oh wow mm-hmm. 40 years old I'm like, damn. Okay, Wendy. He needs to slide in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, kidding. that's how I knew you need to be on Married for, at First Sight. Because that, that show, actually, really, aside from the dicks, mm-hmm. there's actually a lot of good guys out there. Like, and they're just hiding. Yeah. I just, I would hate to be the Chris, the get the Chris <laughs> of the bunch. I mean, anyone. And I just feel like me, knowing <laughs> myself and my luck, 
I'm gonna get a I Chris. I mean, I would ho- probably worse. Bitch, if you get the Chris, I'm gonna go to the producers my damn self and be like, cut this shit. <laughs> and I want you to be like worse than the friends. You know her friends. Oh yeah. But I want if they are crazy. I know. That's you can know always. I'm not gonna get casted. I'm gonna look at my friends and think about. No, no, her friends. Her friends yeah. She's going to ask all the questions, and she ain't going to listen to any of the questions we told her to ask. Her friends going to ask you know us do that. Yeah, I know. The producers tell them to ask them those stupid questions mm, to ask. Nah, I'm and not going to. Claudia's going to go there. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to ask this. <laughs> Um, I am the best. I have a good judge of, like, I have a good sense of, like, character. Yeah, you do. Um, and I can just tell someone's, like, like, honestly, when I meet people, it takes me probably a two minutes for me mm-hmm. to say okay i kind of i can dig this person yeah. or for me to be like nah i'm all set yeah and i i see that within my friends friends mm-hmm. like my friends know that my friends think i'm selfish but it's not sometimes i just have a good sense of character not every not all your friends are always going to get along mm-hmm. or sometimes obviously your friends with people sometimes every, some of your friends have different personalities yeah. than you and they mesh well with others mm-hmm. and it just doesn't sit well with you so but for me personally i can tell whether someone's being genuine or not right away like mm-hmm. i can re- i can read the person within two minutes um sometimes it'll take me sometimes i'll still give the person a chance because it could be they're having a bad day or i caught them in a bad moment Mm -hmm. but typically i have a good sense of character within two minutes of the conversation so i can tell if i'm gonna like you or not right Mm. i agree with that and i have a good sense and i feel like i can i smell out the guys Mm -hmm. a lot quicker than mm-hmm. most of my friends. Yeah. My friends. My fr- I, I feel like looking in. Yeah, know? and I think all of you guys have a really good um, heart. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm your friend, but I think all of my friends are really... Um, good-hearted. They're people. good-hearted people, mm-hmm. so they don't see the bad right away. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm not so good-hearted. So, no, you are. I'm good-hearted, but I sense, I smell the she bullshit the moment, bullshit. two minutes into the a conversation better than we can mm-hmm. and sometimes some of my friends are in relationships and mm-hmm. I, I know it's not going to work out and i still yeah. support it but i just don't say nothing because it's not my business right. and sometimes it gets too deep to the point you didn't get to meet them so it's like yeah the shit already happened mm-hmm. so what can you do um but where were we talking about um, what oh we're what we're about. doing for the week <laughs> uh so i yeah i've been working i started working out okay back i did it myself I'm fucking sore. Love it. Than a motherfucker. But my the flight attendant I was working with, he was working out all the time. So and I told him the first day, I was like, Yeah, I'll work out with you. But then after our flights, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit this one out today. <laughs> and he really like make, cracked a joke. I had a great time with this flight attendant, but he cracked a joke and it like triggered something. I was like, fuck. Now I really got to oh, work out today. It. Say it. He was just like, oh, you know, I was at the gym, you know, waiting and waiting. You said you was going to come, but you never did. Oh, was he trying and to flirt? Just, no, no. Oh. He was just, he, no, he's gay. So, oh, okay. um, but so he was just wasn't. like, <laughs> no, but he was just like making fun of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was laughing. I was really like, putting my hand. I was like, no, you know, Julie, you got to come to the gym today. So I did. And I worked out two days in a row. Good girl. I lied. One day in a row. <laughs> but, you know, bad girl. Bad girl. <laughs> but it's the thought that counts. I uh, gotta. And I, you know what? I needed that because once I did it, I was like, okay, that wasn't that bad. Because yeah, I thought I was it was going to be a lot. I was going to feel it a lot worse. Yeah. And I did like a routine on like that I saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was like a glutes mm. um, and leg workout. Ooh, weird. Love it. I thought it was going to be easier, but no, it wasn't. But I feel good. 
Uh, home workouts be the shit, man. Especially, really shout is. out to a lot of, um, I don't give these people enough creators. credit. Yeah, content, like gym content creators mm-hmm. that actually post their workouts every single day. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of good ones um, right here in Rhode Island, but there's also ones that I follow from, like, um, this kid and his girlfriend, um, they post a lot of good ones. There's actually a girl that I follow in Colombia. She posts a lot of um, yeah. at-home workouts. And they're I just, them, yeah, I do appreciate them. They're all free. That's <laughs> A. And I'm actually getting a really good workout. I stopped going to the actual gym, and I've mm-hmm. been working out at home. And I've been working out every day, and I'm glad because I've been consistent. But it's like I'm really grateful for these people posting their workouts because I, I, I will say I tend to think of great creative workouts by myself. Mm-hmm. But, you do. But I feel like it, I get lazier yeah. if I don't have one already in my head. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always do it the day of. I'll wake up early. I'll, like, do everything around the house. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll like, typically the, the night before, the morning of, mm-hmm. I'll take, like, 10, 20 minutes and look for a, a workout, workout that I've saved already. Oh, yeah. So, the, I save it. Yeah, I save, I, I save it in my I on my it, Instagram. And then I'll go back to it. Mm-hmm. Look, at the, look at the circuit for the day. And then mm-hmm. I'll do it. Yeah, and that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's I the agree. best way. Because then you can just go back to it. And that it helped me a lot because I was like, damn, what do I do at the gym? Right. I haven't worked out in so long. I don't know. So I did cardio and then I did legs. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like I need to do cardio because I need to lose weight. You know, I will say I'm impressed with myself because I haven't gained a significant amount of weight um, since I stopped working. I have been like sort of maintaining. I did feel like a little double chin coming on. That's how I know I'm getting weight. So then that's when I'm like, okay, bitch, kick it back in gear. Mm. What have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been eating? Okay? Because mm. I haven't been eating good. So my face is breaking out. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, what have you been up to? Um, so that's all I've been up to. I'm <laughs> I've been working out. Mm. I've been, um,. Looking for more leads, I'll say it again. I am a real estate agent, so if you or someone you know is looking to buy, rent, invest, sell a house, give me a call or send rent. me an email, claudiab521 at gmail.com. Holla at you, girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been planning a wedding. Um, yeah, I've ugh. been meaning to ask you, how is, because I've seen someone I'm else's. I'm about sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen someone else's uh, video talking about, like, um, planning a wedding during a, mm. a pandemic. Mm, I'm over and it. I was like going to watch it, but I was like, you know what? I'll ask Claudia. Mm, I'm She'll over tell it. me. Yeah, I'm over it. I hate it. <laughs> There's not one part of this wedding planning in the past two years that I've had said, you know what? This isn't that bad. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Um, you were like, yeah, I'm over it. What has been the most difficult part of it? Finding, the, dear God, forgive me, but finding the church to get married at. Oh. Um, yeah, the so church. for those of you who don't know, the Lord and Savior, <laughs> the Lord has blessed me with the task of finding a church. <laughs> um, no, in all in all seriousness, so I consider myself a very um, religious person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of religious, real quick because we're on the subject of it, I also I bought a book. Um, I've been trying to get into that whole like. You know, remember I told you about yeah, two episodes, three episodes ago, we talked about a little bit of 2021 resolutions and goals. Yeah. And I said I was trying to get more spiritual and closer to God. Mm-hmm. So I bought a book called The Woman's Guide to Reading the Bible in One Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, yeah. Original one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I read the first 20 pages of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, the first 20 pages of it 
leading up to the book. So the first 20 pages is not the book. It's just stories of other women that have read, read the book, book. Oh, and, and how it changed their lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how it's changed their lives. And then it also gives you a how to read the book to make sure you're, you stay on top. So eventually by the end of 52 weeks, you'll have read the Bible. And oh, okay. I think that's one of, it wasn't on my goals for 2021, mm-hmm. but I always have, um, it's weird because I heard Pastor Stephen Furtick talk about this and that's what got me into that because he made a very good point. He said people consider themselves spiritual and, uh, you know, they consider their relationship with God to be ultimate. And some people are at their lowest of the points of their lives and they realize that they are, um, sorry. I know. I'm looking at her, guys. It's not that I'm stuttering. I'm looking at her, and she's like... Yeah, we, we're having mic issues. We just want to make sure. Claudia's uh, little foam thing was coming out. I had to just push it. So if you hear a little shh, you know why. <laughs> um, so Pastor Stephen Furtick made a comment that sometimes we go looking for answers, and the answers happen to be right in the Bible. And God's giving us the answers to life, and we don't even take action on it yeah, we just expect right it we yeah mm-hmm. right so and i thought damn that's good because he was talking about how many people pray and how mm-hmm. people worship and how do, do people do this and people pray to god and ask god for these answers for their lives and why things are the way they are and the answers to what you're looking for is right there in a book that was written for you and you don't even read it so i thought it was a very good point for me i've never in my life i've tried to read the bible when i was younger and i was super religious um i was going to like church every single day Mm -hmm. um and i i never read i tried to i tried to read it from Mm -hmm. beginning to end and i stopped yeah i stopped it's hard Uh, yeah it is it is a hard read and it's not like um if you're it's not broken out the way you want the way you want not the way you want to but the way you would like to have it like broken out and explained and like Mm -hmm. like it's tough so i i listen to a lot of pastor stephen furtick's podcast there's a lot of things that it speaks right to my heart and Mm -hmm. that spoke right to my heart and i figured he was talking about that like god's calling and things like that of how he finds um god's way of trying to talk to you yeah like god's way of trying to talk to you is like is taking you away from something and you don't even realize that and i thought to myself i'm like damn if this isn't the message i needed to hear right now where i've been trying to get distance from social media and do something else productive with my life so anyways is it a easy read so far it's been very easy very very easy read you're expected to read yep you're expected to read three chapters a day and then you eventually okay. like um you you finish the bible mm-hmm. in a year um i would highly recommend the book mm-hmm. i bought a prayer book last year and i started doing that as well i think that's a little bit more challenging for me mm-hmm. because that's actually physically writing it mm-hmm. um it's not virtually the way like i'm keeping notes or yeah. something like that i'm actually writing in the book with my handwritten mm-hmm. um handwritten notes so so yeah so that was um, what I was trying to get at. So, yeah. needless to say, back to the wedding part, the church. The church, church has been fine. <laughs> so, I what I would like to... the church that's hard? Because, so, let me backtrack here. Last year, last year, so we found our wedding venue tw- January 2020. Mm-hmm. And we had gotten engaged two months before that. So, we found our venue two months later, which I thought was... <laughs> crazy at that moment because yeah. i was looking already at 20 different venues and i was like damn it i can't find one but i found one so um, so soon too i know and i'm so glad i did yeah, i yeah. am so glad i did because lord if yeah. i hadn't found a venue by march i would have been having yeah. a stroke so um so yeah we found our wedding yeah, venue wedding is in august guys 
Yes, August 21st, 2021. Um, so we were, we found our wedding venue. The wedding coordinator had asked us, she said, would you like to host your ceremony here? And I had said, no, you know, yeah. I, I've said, I had first said maybe. I was like, I don't know. But then I was like, when we went back and we spoke about it with, amongst ourselves and amongst our families, my mom, his mom, they're very big into church. Um, church and so they were like absolutely my mom was like absolutely not your brother got married at the church and so will you so she made the she executive said, that's this a hell no yeah she was like that's a fuck no bitch get your ass to church um so yeah so she so i was like okay so you know i had agreed i was like it'd be nice to get married at a church um i'd have full expectations to get married at i mean at that point really anywhere i wasn't really thinking of i was open to anything so you know, I wanted to get married at a church, and my, so did my family, so did my fiancé. So we said, okay, it makes sense. Let's get married at a church. Looking for a church is a little bit difficult. So we actually belong to a church. The church mm-hmm. that we belong to is in Central Falls. Mm-hmm. That Now, there's nothing wrong with that church. However, we're getting married in Middletown. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem because from Central Falls to Middletown is a drive. Yeah. And we plan to get ready the weekend of the wedding. We're planning to be up there in Middletown, right. you know, Newport area. So we having people to drive, drive back and forth yeah. is not, it doesn't make sense. So we were looking for churches in Newport. However, a lot of churches in Newport don't host non-parishioner weddings. Yeah. For those of you who doesn't, who don't know what that means, it basically means that if you don't pertain to that church, you can't get married there. So, which is fine. It's understandable. I understand that. So, that, that's the first problem we were experiencing. The second problem we were experiencing was the fact that all of these churches, the ones that were hosting non-parishioner mm-hmm. weddings, were saying, okay, you can get married here, but you ha- we host the ceremony at the latest to 1 p.m. Oh. Well, that's a problem for us because yeah. our wedding reception is not until 6 p.m. Shit. So five I was, hours. there was no way I was going, I was going to have five people linger, yeah. five, I mean, five hours of people lingering around looking for something to do between mm-hmm. my ceremony and my reception. Right. So. You already dressed, ready to go. Right. And then, that's a long day. It's just, day it's too. a long, exactly. It's a long day. And I wouldn't want it to be a long day, not just mm-hmm. for me, but for my wedding party as well. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's been our biggest, um. Hurdle right now is finding a church that has weddings at 3 p.m., 4 p.m. If it was like 4 p.m., even yeah. better. But if I would take a 3 o'clock just because 3 right. to 4 would be fine. And yeah. then 4 mm-hmm. to five thirty, we can take pictures, 90 mm-hmm. minutes of taking pictures. People can get to the venue, air, venue yeah. get, you know, have, have a cocktail, cocktail hour. hour. Yeah. So it's like, it's fine. But that that's my biggest hurdle right now is finding a church. So it's... It's actually really um, quite frustrating because I've not only looked in that area of Middletown and Newport, but I've expanded to Jamestown. I've expanded to Bristol. I've expanded to Tiverton. I expand everywhere to the point where I got to Cranston. And at that point, I'm just like, all right, well, I might as well just get married in my church. Yeah. So it's like it's it's not it hasn't been the best experience um, doing that. I hate to say that, but um, well, there's an so on top of that, um. We're both Catholic. Mm-hmm. I say Catholic because I I was baptized as a Catholic. And mm-hmm. then throughout my teenage years, I was going to a Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're leaning towards more of the Christian faith. Uh, Christian Catholic. I mean, Christians mm-hmm. are Catholics, essentially. Yeah. But it's all, you know. Yeah. But um, but I've been going to a Catholic church for yeah. the past five years. Same 
same church, the church we belong to. So, um, priests don't marry people outside of church, which is another thing. So so I can't, right. So pastors do. So, but, um, I was going to say something with this. Oh yeah. So the Catholic, um, Catholic community, you have to be confirmed in order to get uh, married. And needless to say, my fiance and I are not confirmed. We've done everything regarding First Communion, has been baptized, but we're not confirmed. So that you have to take classes for that. So everything that's, but like I said, everything's forming as an obstacle, yeah. but I don't want it to be an obstacle mm-hmm. because I know it's something we can do together yeah. to get there. Um, but that's been the biggest challenge right now is that. And then um, second challenge is just the wedding itself. So like, I'm trying to be realistic. I don't want to say I'm not being positive or negative, but I want to be realistic because not only is there a lot of time and energy invent- mm-hmm. invested into this, there's a lot of financial invent- mm-hmm. invested into this. So it's like, for me, I don't, I'd hate to have so much money spent on this day mm-hmm. if it's going to A, everyone have to wear masks. Yeah. B, I have to have 75 people there Mm -hmm. or 50 people or 20 people or 30 people. And here's why I say this, guys. It's not that I'm being a brat about um, people count, body count, however you want. I'm paying for the venue itself. There's a minimum spend on my day. So I'm not paying, like, I know everyone, oh, I had to pay per plate. I don't pay per plate. I'm paying per venue, like, minimum spend on a Saturday night in Middletown, Rhode Island. So, yeah, it's pretty fucking happy. It's pretty, it's gotcha. pretty expensive. Yeah. So, um, and there's, a, like I said, there's a minimum spend. Mm-hmm. I can't justify that minimum yeah. spend. I can't justify it for 50 people is yeah. what I'm trying to get at. If it was, if my wedding can be 100, I might mm-hmm. be able to justify the amount I'll spend. But for 50 people, mm-hmm. 25 people, absolutely yeah. not. I'll, I'll go, I'll figure it out. But I just can't justify that. So there's a lot of finances that are, circling back to this wedding and i'm really trying to like be smart for those of you who know me i'm very frugal with my money mm-hmm. my, my fiance maybe not so much but he's a splurger but we're which is it's great because we're happy balance of yeah. of the two so but i just can't i can't personally justify that so it's like i don't know so i'm trying to be realistic with this wedding i really really hope that we're in a better position by August. A lot of people are saying, yeah, I think we will be. And our wedding coordinator reached out to us and said, we will be. She was like, oh, you know, you guys should continue to plan as is. But what little, you know, what, what little wedding coordinator over there doesn't know is that I better not get close to this wedding day. And then she tell me I have to cut this wedding less mm-hmm. guest list in half because it's not happening. I'll cancel right. the whole thing. <laughs> so... I just want, and I'd hate to, like, I was emailing, I mean, emailing, texting the group, our, my bridesmaids group, and, you know, I was telling them, like, I wanted them to give me a budget mm-hmm. for what they wanted to spend on bridesmaids dresses. I know that, I feel like that whole message kind of got mis, like, construed, construed yeah. but I was just trying to be realistic because I'd hate to have you guys spend so much money on dresses that you won't wear, because if right. worse comes to worse... I'm not going to have bridesmaids. Yeah. It's going to be my fiance and me, and that's it. We'll take pictures, and that's, you know, it'll be the wedding that right. it can be. So it's like I'd hate to have everyone, groomsmen, my mom, his, you know, everyone was still dressed nice, yeah. but I'd hate to have you guys spend so $200, $300 on a dress that you're, gonna, you're not going to wear. It's right. not going to happen. And those dresses you can't return. They're non-refundable. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I also don't yeah. want to do that to people. So I understand we're in a pandemic. Not everyone has the financial means. And I also, I think about things like that for others because I'm sorry to say this, but I would want it to be thought about if I was in the opposite shoes. Like, right. damn, bitch, I'm not going to spend that much money on your wedding if for a wedding you might not have. You know what I mean? Right. Like, those are just things like I and think like I that. I don't want to spend too much money on bridesmaid dresses because it's, it, bridesmaids like, I'm bri- bridesmaids. <laughs> Brides like to say, well, you can, you know, wear it again or... I'm never no, going to wear It's facts, me either. Who are you lying to? The facts. I will not wear this shit again. Facts. Where am I going to wear this to? <laughs> Where? Facts. Where? Facts. I just done took five pictures in it, posted it on Instagram, <laughs> and you want me to wear it again? Mm-hmm. No, I, I know, know you will this accent came from. <laughs> I know you will And I know people say no, that. People are like, oh, you can cut it. And then showing it, yeah, we're at a, a cruise or blah. Yeah, blah. I say like, no, 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 no baby, no, that's not the it's way it's no gonna go down. Me. Um, so uh, yeah, so yeah. it's been very tough. If you're a bride, you understand my frustration. If some of you are, uh, I mean, some of y'all probably listening to this and be like, damn, she went on a, on a rant, on a rant. Yeah, it's but like, it's real life, you know. There are people that are just like, and it's millions, millions of brides going through this, right? Show. And it's a million billion dollar industry, so it's you know, and it's not even that. But for me, I've waited a long time to get to this yes. point, guys. I've been with my fiance for over a decade, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's a little frustrating to say that you know, I've I've always wanted a wedding. Yeah. I, I never been waiting that, on I've been moment. waiting on this moment for a really long time. So the fact that it's, you know, it's not for really a happening. Like this, All right, simmer it down. Some, you can keep talking, I'll just play it back. <laughs> I don't think that's the way it's supposed to go. For a moment oh, okay. like this, um, so, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to talk in the background as you talk, so it's more <laughs> I can't dramatic. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, so happy, happy Wednesday to y'all. That was my, my was my rant of the day. That was her how her week was going. Yeah, that's how my week is going. Yeah, but we're so blessed. Yes, highly favored. Facts. Uh, moving along, and today. We do have a topic. Mm-hmm. I know y'all love reality TV, but we don't have nothing <laughs> for you. We want to do it like at least every other week. We don't want to overload you yeah, guys. Yeah, thanks. We talked about it a lot last because, week. Because, yeah. And I don't know if y'all really feeling that. <laughs> but we're going to talk about it because that's what I like to talk about. Thanks. Because we can also, Basketball Wives is coming up. Okay, yep. So, if you want to mm-hmm. hear the tea on that, mm-hmm. I am ready. I'm ready for Basketball Wives to come back um because i've been i feel like it's been gone for like a year um that's true yeah it's been over a year but a lot of shows have been gone for over a year because of freaking Mm -hmm. covid and uh speaking of heartbreaks because covid was a heartbreak um -hmm. we do have a discussion today we want to talk about setbacks heartbreaks i feel like that's kind of the same is it Um. similar I feel like they're both, they're still both, you know, crushing, mm-hmm. crushing to the soul. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about those things because we feel like, you know, a lot of people will talk about success stories or like they'll talk about their uh, setbacks and then mention the success. But never in the moment do we ever talk about our current setbacks, what we're going through and what we have gone through. And like nobody ever talks about those. And 
they don't talk about it unless there's a success story to back it up. Right. You know what I mean? Facts. And I feel like it's important to talk about, you know, what happens, you know, to you in the now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about heartbreaks first? We can talk about heartbreaks, setbacks, whatever it fits. Because, you know, Claudia's only been in one relationship, really. Not really. My first... Uh, my oh, first... excuse me. Uh, oh, uh. excuse me. <laughs> She's my been in two relationships. I've been in two relationships. Yeah. My first one was a heartbreak. Yeah. Um, is gonna be a little weird. Hey, fiance. <laughs> Hi. Um, so no, my first my first real relationship was a heartbreak, and I would consider it a heartbreak, but it was also like a heartbreak with lesson learned. Mm. Like if I could tell my old self something, mm-hmm. I'd say, "Bitch, don't overreact." Right. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. You're um, gonna be fine. And I say that I say that personally, guys, mm-hmm. because my ex is a friend. I still would cons- I don't want to say. Well, maybe not a friend. A, a great acquaintance. Like mm-hmm. it's not. There's never any awkwardness or anything yeah. like that. Um, and he's generally a great person. Mm-hmm. And he's, I we've ended years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly. My fiance and I have been together for 10 years. Yeah. And there's never been any, A, bad blood, or God. B, ever been any shit talking behind or one another's back. Yeah. Right. There's none of that. There's It's all real love there. Like, it's all, I got nothing but love for him. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I Maybe he doesn't feel the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think he does. No, and, yeah, um, I think you would know. Yeah, he he'll, he still yeah. reaches out and says happy birthday and things oh, like that. Sweet. So it's very sweet, yeah. So we're still, but it was a it was a heartbreak because we were very similar. We were both Gemini's. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, I know. It sounds it sounds like a disaster well, waiting to happen. A it male probably was. Gemini's <laughs> just don't sound. Mm. Anyways, go. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there. So yeah, so there's we were both Gemini's and um, but believe it or not, we were very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar in what we liked. Mm-hmm. Music people like we were very similar in that aspect so it was very um hard to understand the heartbreak when he broke up with me okay because you just i i couldn't understand it and then on top of that it was like damn well everything was going good in my eyes exactly yeah it it was so you must have found something that you didn't like right or right crushed Especially at a young age. So I know I was young uh, and naive at that point, tra- and it was like trauma. he, um, he, we broke up because he didn't have time for me. Mm. And I look back on that now, and I'm probably like, oh, time. You didn't know what time was at that right. age, like. But, but it was pretty mature. Man. But it, it was very mature, and you know, I never, I never experienced any like infidelities or any. I never yeah. got that vibe from him. Like it was genuine. It was real. So it's like that was the only reason we broke up, mm-hmm. and then we were still. I would say we were still like hanging out yeah. every once in a while after that, and then um, I think there after you leave someone, there's a period of like hanging out, hanging out, yeah. yeah. And it's just I think is you just get mm-hmm. custom like you're comfortable with them, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, but it was for me it was a heartbreak because a he was my first real boyfriend, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's just like you experience that type of love, and I didn't know what love was before him, so mm-hmm. it was like he was the first person person I really genuinely loved. Mm-hmm. And he, um, you know, it was just kind of like he, he was, I will say this, like, 
he was a good first person to fall in love with. Oh, like, nice. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I will say that about him. He was a nice first person to love because I will, I'm very grateful that that love didn't end bad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I look back on that now, and that's why I would say, like, I would tell my younger self now, like, bitch, stop it. Mm-hmm. Don't cry about it. Get over it. It wasn't like, that big of a deal. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like, stop crying. Like, I cried myself to sleep yeah. nights. And, you know, I was a teenager, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And somebody else said, you didn't know what love was as a teenager? I sure didn't, but clearly I knew I knew what it was because I've only experienced two, two types of loves in mm-hmm. this world, you know? So, but I would tell my younger self that, like, that heartbreak girl, cut it out. It's not as bad as what you think it is. Right. Like, And I say that because, again, it wasn't bad. It was a heartbreak because my heart was broken at the f- decision that he made. Mm-hmm. But then I look back on that now. I'm like, girl, that was nothing. Yeah. You, know, you were treated like, if anything, you walked away with, like, everything you possibly could. You right. walked away with your great reputation. You walked right. away with some friendship. Like, yeah. And I look back at that now, and it's like, what the fuck was I so depressed about? Like, right. And so, like, I will say that's one of those heartbreaks that turned into, like... Um, and you, you could say, like, he didn't even take advantage of you. Right. And right. he just left at, like, you know what? Let me keep her pure. Right. It was and, very... Like, it was I know so... I can't give her what I can right now. Right. That's pretty mature. It was very mature, and at that time, I didn't think it was mature. Like, <laughs> I thought what? it was like, why do you, why are you going to break up with me? You were like 18? Ah, younger. It was like 17? 17. Yeah, I mean, girl, if you think what, like, that was like... 13 years ago. Yeah, he could have just like, okay, we're done. You I know, know like, that's, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, like, I look back at that mm-hmm. now, and I'm like, damn, that was my biggest heartbreak. But at that moment, mm-hmm. it was like my biggest heartbreak. Yeah. And then I look back on it now, and it was probably like, thankfully, it was one of those heartbreaks where it's not even that I learned from it. Mm-hmm. I would just go back and tell my younger self, like, baby, stop crying. Yeah, like, it's, it's this is going to be fine. Yeah. You're going to look at this 13 years from now, and you guys are going to realize you're still friends, you're still this, mm-hmm. you're still that. Like, lesson learned. And right. I know that doesn't happen for everyone. Some people mm-hmm. experience heartbreak, and it goes south. Right. And I know because, uh, trust me, I know from friends mm-hmm. <laughs> that they end up loving someone, and it's like, it goes completely south. But the one thing I will say about heartbreaks is that before before you get your heart broken... Well, no, I shouldn't say this. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Rewind. Get, just because you get your heart broken doesn't mean that you should live with hate towards that person yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Or even build some type of, like... Um, what's the word I want to use? Grudge. Right. Yeah, grudge is a good like, word. why would they leave me? Or, Everyone is entitled to right. not... I read something... Let me see if I can pull it up. Because it, it, someone sent me this in the group message. And I, I say chat. this... I say this because a lot of people say they're over something and say it didn't affect them. Or say, like, nah, I'm done with that. Or, like, nah, I'm oh, over it. it. But in reality, when you have that type of attitude towards mm-hmm. that person, then you're not over it. And right. clearly you're still feeling some type of way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I realized that that those heartbreaks that people go through, they actually, like, if you genuinely loved somebody, like, love them. Continue mm-hmm. to love them. You can love some someone from afar. Right. I say this because I be like, there are people, not just my ex, but just people in general, friends, mm-hmm. that I, I'm not besties with anymore. And I still genuinely, like, I still got love for them, mm-hmm. and I still be rooting for them from afar. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that heartbreak that sometimes people put you through is just to show you 
that you can really like overcome anything like yeah. you have to know who you are as a person in order to really get to know a heartbreak mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and I, no i do i do um oh that brings me i go through a lot of heartbreaks <laughs> i'm just i'm gonna say that and, and it's funny because my cousin he made a joke because we were on clubhouse and um hmm. if you're not on clubhouse and you want to follow your girl follow me i don't know what my username is but you know just follow me <laughs> can i uh, send out invites too now that i'm on clubhouse yeah i, I can everyone gets like a certain amount of invites i have like eight so if you want a clubhouse you- invite let me know i got you um but i think the the heartbreak that sticks out to me um I don't want to go recent. Should I go recent or should I go? No, like? do a real heartbreak that like really like. Okay, I'll say it. Had All an right, effect so on. My. I would say my biggest heartbreak would have to be was like, I was dating a guy. He um, lived in another state, and I would fly out to go see him. Yes, yeah. and um, I whispered it. I know. <laughs> so um, I would go out to see him, and I really thought like. Our connection was strong. Mm-hmm. I really felt like he felt the same way too. Mm-hmm. And like even like Claudia would see our FaceTime. He would FaceTime me all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we were on a New York trip. Yeah. FaceTime me so many times that day. Yeah. And we just had like a like a good connection. Yeah. And um, good communication. We were good at like talking things out with each other. And um, but he randomly suddenly told me he was no longer he felt like i wanted more than he did Mm. and to be honest i didn't i was like taken aback because at first i knew he had just got out of something like very serious relationship and i understood that and i said hey if you don't want to do this let me know so i can walk away you know with my dignity a little bit you know so I don't have to get attached to you, and you later now I'm I'm looked at as a rebound, right? Which essentially I ended up being a rebound, rebound anyways. <laughs> and um, so that was like when he did that, it, it was like a gut punch because I didn't see it coming. Mm. It was random. Um, just earlier that week I had just seen him. Um, everything was going good, and I was just like, and I was already planning to go see him again. And he's when he said that, I was like, whoa. So taken aback. Mm. And I think even afterwards, we tried to be friends. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like I said, even after you break it off with someone. And we weren't in a relationship, but I felt like it was going to lead to that. Right, right. And um, Which for you was a big deal because you hadn't been in a relationship. Mm-mm. I, I, I mean, not... Any relationship that serious. Right. That was going to lead that serious. I've been in a relationship, but nothing... I don't count the ones in high school or mm. junior high, anything like that. I In my adult years, I haven't been in any... Any serious relationships. Serious relationships. Okay. So I just thought that was going to be it. You know, like, the, my first... Right. Serious relationship. And, um... So he was coming back. We were trying to work out in our friendship, and I thought... You know, I did have high hopes of, like... Maybe it was good that we started, we're going to start again as a friendship and see where that goes. And maybe it would lead to something else. But it, he ended up doing some shady ass shit where he took advantage of me. Oh, yeah. I remember moment. this. Yeah. Um, 
and I didn't like that. And I saw a character in him that I didn't see before. And I was like, wow, this guy is not who I thought he was. Right. And then I started to reflect back on our conversations and how we were. And I'm like, man, he really was not my person. Mm. Because we really didn't have... I, when I thought about it, I was like, our conversations were okay. Right. They weren't the best. Because I've dated recent guys that I'm like, wow, our conversations are, are truly amazing. And it we had talked about things that were real. Right. You know? And um, so with him, it just was, I, I don't know. After we broke it up, I was heartbroken. I was hurt. Right. Because I was like, even after us being wanting to be friends... Mm. And and him doing that to me, I was just like hurt again. I was mm-hmm. like hurt twice. And then recently, you know, he moved on. I moved on. Mm-hmm. And then to see him not, I don't want to. I want to say it's like been two years. Did you guys stop? Yeah, I feel like it's been a year. A year and a half. A year. Because it was half. the end of like towards yeah. the end of twenty nineteen. He's engaged. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like. So, and then it brought me back to what he said when we broke it off. He didn't want anything serious. Right. And I was like, shit. So, does so it he make didn't you... want something serious with me. No, not necessarily because here's, yeah. here's what I'm going to say, Listen, though. Listen, you can't play this shit. Like, you got to take it for what it is because it's okay. But I think I th- it's absolutely, let me finish. It's absolutely okay that he didn't want something with me, serious with me. That is 100% okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. he found a person mm-hmm. that he could look at and say this is someone who i want something serious with and that's absolutely okay and i had to learn that recently like you know girl it's okay if that person didn't want anything with you okay it's okay he didn't want anything serious with you because i truly believe if a man wants something mm-hmm. he will go after it in that moment that's what i was men ask, don't though. bullshit Men know what they want. That's what they I was going to ask. They play around like they don't. Like, I do you think you're more heartbroken at the fact that when he was... Because I will say this. Mm-hmm. It could have been he had gotten out of a long relationship mm-hmm. before you. You knew that, though. I did. So, right. But so I didn't know that in the beginning stages of when we were together. But, he had but told me after right. I had, like, already really liked him and really right. was, like... But, like, do you think... I guess my question for you, because maybe you've never thought of it in, in this perspective, and maybe I'm right or uh, maybe I'm wrong, but do you think that you're, you were heartbroken at the fact that when he was ready to be serious, he didn't come back to you and say, damn, Julie was, Julie was it, you know, I'm going to see mm-hmm. what's up. Well, I, I don't blame him for not coming back to me because I definitely, like, made it clear, like, don't I, ever fucking uh, talk to me okay. again. So, like, I understand why he wouldn't mm. but then again our I, I think about it now we just wouldn't have worked because mm. one person would have to move right it wasn't going to be him right right i'm i'm not as i maybe he wanted someone who's going to be there all the time mm-hmm. i'm not that person right um i'm also very like strong-willed in what my thinking is if I want, if that's how I think about something, that's how it is. Right. For me. And maybe that's not the case for him. And I started to realize, like, when I looked back, 
I was like, girl, you, you there was a lot of red flags there, mm. and I just chose not to see them. Right, because you truly love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't know. I really liked like him, him, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I have never loved anyone. Yeah, I think, and I, I know that that has been a heartbreak for you. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. It was hard, but I got through it, and um, you know, still work on it every day. But you know, I am truly happy for this person. Like, um, and I didn't say that, but I should say that I am truly happy for him, and I think it's important to it not be so bitter mm-hmm. about the other person for finding love mm-hmm. because they deserve it too, just as much Absolutely. as I do. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just going to take a little bit longer for me to find my person. Right. And that's totally fine. Right. Doesn't mean he's going to be happier than me. Right. You know? So just, um, I am happy for them. Mm. And I think he truly did find his person and, you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, and that's the thing, it's good because you mentioned, you touch on how you can you're still going through the heartbreak, basically. You're just recovering from yeah, it. Like, you're, you, you're, you're, I think you you're just working it. to cope with it and just... Not, like, cope, but, like... You're working through it. It's just not... You know, you learn to move on. Right. And just, like, it's okay. Right. You know? Right. Um, And I think I feel it more because there's still heartbreak happening. Mm-hmm. You know, afterwards. Right. So, it's, like, that's the most... That was the one that was the most triggering for me. And then when there's heartbreak afterwards, it's like, ugh, it's like a trigger from that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm strong, I'm strong as hell. I move <laughs> on pretty quickly. I know you are. Yeah. Damn, I, we were supposed to talk about setbacks, but y'all, but this episode is already I mean, we can so talk about long. setbacks. Setbacks. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I got a few. Okay. Um... One of my, one of my setbacks is actually current right now. Mm-hmm. I would consider me financially what I'm doing a setback from where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as and mentioned, so when we started success yet, correct. So when we started this podcast, you all know that I was working corporate corporate America for oof years, and I it was my I've had corporate jobs my whole life since I graduated college. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2012, so, and it's 2021, so do the math. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I left my last corporate job to pursue real estate, I was fully invested into this. Mm-hmm. And I knew that this change of career would have to have some type of, A, budget, and then, B, mm-hmm. limitations on my finances. Like, I'm not financially... Um, that it was going to be a financial risk mm-hmm. you know what I mean from the mo- from just the beginning you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the beginning itself and also until I actually got up on my feet so I will say that sometimes for me right now I'm following my passion I'm following what I would love to do mm-hmm. and there's also it's also my biggest setback right now mm-hmm. and I think about that because I'm 30 Mm-hmm. I don't have steady income coming in like I was before. Yeah. And it's a setback for me because I'm not financially stable where I was once, where mm-hmm. I once was. So it's like, wow, that sounds, really, like a, that sounds really vulnerable. I don't even know if I want to say this. Mm-hmm. But but it's like you're, it's an uncomfortable exactly. point. And I'm trying to tell myself that in order for you to grow, you have to position yourself for 
to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You don't ever grow as an individual in your career and your life if you don't if you stay in the same stage for the rest of your life right. doing the same thing, working the same job, mm-hmm. doing the same thing, like meeting the same people unless you position yourself you know what I mean? You have to position for yourself for growth, right? You have for to hunger. you have to really go out there and strive to be the best you can be. And like sometimes, like my biggest takeaway from this right now, from this moment, mm-hmm. is that I can honestly say I've done a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. But this is something that I if it doesn't work out, I can walk away proudly and say, you know what? I I did my best. Yeah. Right. Like I did my best and not only that, but I tried. Mm-hmm. And in life, people, a lot of people wonder, what if, what if that, what if I, what? And what? if you wonder your life about that, at a certain age, I do agree with this, at a certain age, you do stop to say, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Because you're probably right, you can't. Yeah. Life gets in the way, right? When you start mm-hmm. having kids, and you start doing this, and, and you start doing up. this, like, yeah. it's tough. It is mm-hmm. tough to do that. You have to pick up, you can't just pick up and go, like, mm-hmm. right now, you know, you have to pick up your family and go. Mm-hmm. And things like that get to, it gets a little bit more difficult. And I feel like now people don't pick up their family and do it. People only pick up their family and go if it's financially beneficial for the mm-hmm. family. So the fact that I'm willing to take this risk right now mm-hmm. and it may, it's, if, it, if it's going to pay me a lot of money later on down the road, fantastic. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then I tried. Yeah. I can you, honestly say I tried. tried. Something I tried something, about. right. And it just didn't work out mm-hmm. for me. And I, I'm glad that I'm able to say that. like I turned that into that Mm -hmm. and that right now my biggest setback what might be my greatest comeback yeah or it might not Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you have to be you have to be acceptance Mm -hmm. of that and I think that goes to say like sometimes your setbacks they don't define you you Mm -hmm. know what I mean but if you're in a position where you're in your own setback right now Mm -hmm. think of the positive the best advice I can tell people is think of the positive Mm -hmm. and think of how where you were two years ago you weren't there. There's something in your life that triggered you to get to this point. Right. And so you should be grateful that you weren't where you were two years ago. Mm-hmm. Grateful where you are now, and you should be looking to what could be. And if you can't see past what could be, then you might you, you just really might need yourself. You might need realignment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you really might need to rethink. And it's Go okay. Board. And it's okay because mm-hmm. that's, what I, that's what I figured out in this in this career goal like in this career of mine like right now it's okay Mm -hmm. if this doesn't work it's okay yes i gotta go back to the drawing board Mm -hmm. and that's all right sometimes people don't do that and that's what i'm i'd rather do this and go back to the drawing right i'd rather go back to the drawing board than to have been 20 30 years from now and me look back and be like fuck i should have done that damn i didn't think of that right like do it guys buy the stocks Mm -hmm. buy real estate Go out, start the gym, work out at home, mm-hmm. eat right. Like, even when you think, like, you can't do it, you definitely yeah. can. It takes one moment of your day to do what you really mm-hmm. want to do to get to a better place. Right. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. And um, that, honestly, you said it perfectly. Thank I you. I can't even <laughs> ramble on, but I do agree with a lot of things you said because, you know, a lot of times people are so scared, and I understand why. Mm. You know, if you don't have a support system, it's kind of hard to not correct be able to yep. jump into certain passions, hundred percent. I agree. Full speed ahead. I agree. Um, so I talk about my setbacks. Um, my setback, I really like. Really wanted to do this 
be a creator, right? Okay, yeah. I really wanted to do it. And I said I wanted to since the summer. Or No, it's been longer than that. It's been that. years, guys. It's been years. So, <laughs> I'm sick of hearing of it. <laughs> I've always wanted to, and I said I, I've always been afraid. I will say this. And um, my own setback is myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it can be like that. Yeah, absolutely. Self back. Yeah. Because I always get in my head. I'm like, oh, but what if no one likes it? What if that? What if no one even, you know, enjoys it? Or what if I look stupid? What if, um, you know, I nothing happens from this? Mm-hmm. How do I know if I don't even try? Exactly. So, and that's why I think, but this year, something in me just told me just fucking do it mm-hmm. just do it stop being scared you know you're not always gonna hit but at least if you like you said knowing that you tried a hundred percent right really like studied up on it because now it's not as easy as it was years ago if i started mm-hmm. you know now there's so much into it that i don't even realize but i've been like studying up on going on these chat rooms in clubhouse Really getting some information and useful information and making sure I have fun with it because also this is one of my passions. Right. I've always loved fashion, still do, always was like reading up on it, always did, but never had the balls, so to say, to do it. And that's what I, that was one of my setbacks. But, you know, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for it. My camera's I'm, ready. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. You hear me? I'm starving. All literally right. starving. You're just yelling into the mic. I'm Look at that. Literally starving. <laughs> I am fucking hungry, y'all. <laughs> As you should be. No, literally, I'm starving. Oh. I, <laughs> I can't stand this, girl. I can't. All right. All right. So, any last final words? I feel like it went from very, like, sad to inspirational. Yeah, no. And I think, you know, let our setbacks fuel you. Yeah. You know? And if there's something you want to do, just do it. Right. And okay, I Nike. hear people say that all the time, right? I know. A lot because it's easy. it is easier said it. than done. And right. you're right. You're right. Like, I didn't, I didn't bring this up. But, like, right now, me being... Um, me pursuing my dreams has obviously fallen back a lot of my... What I'm our life to my fiance and i'm truly grateful for that um but that's but sometimes guys you can't rely on others you gotta just do it you know what i mean like there are stories out there that like there are people that literally have shit right and those stories they're like sometimes you'd be like damn how the fuck yeah how the hell they do it? i could barely do it with the stuff i got right and, and i got i, I, got, I got, got more more i got a little, a little more. more um yeah. but Trust and believe, guys. When you're when you put a hundred percent, not even a hundred and thirty percent into mm-hmm. something, you can make it happen. Yeah, you can. You can make it happen. You have the tools in front of you. Mm-hmm. More than enough tools. And it's okay to yeah. and it's okay to be set back. Mm-hmm. Like I said, setback could be your greatest comeback. But most importantly, if it's not, because you have to be ready for that. It might not be. It might not be your greatest comeback. But if it's not. You got to be able to be like, you know what? That That's setback right. that I'm in right now, I was, I'm better than I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something that always leads you to where you are now. And so sometimes you got to just breathe, live in the moment. Push through. And push through, yeah. Got to push through the bullshit. And also, like, for 
for me also it's like don't care about what nobody gotta say what you gotta do you know rephrase that a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i'm hungry y'all i'm really hungry it's been a long day Okay, <laughs> it's just been a few hours. <laughs> it's just been five hours. I, I don't even know what the fuck I said. Um, listen, what, I, moral of the story is, don't give a fuck. No, this is not sounding right. Okay, so yeah, listen, don't give don't a fuck what anybody what, gotta say about yes, you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. I gotta do better at that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, don't, don't listen to the naysayers, <laughs> or don't listen to people who tell you. Are you sure you want to do that? Or um, right. maybe you shouldn't. Yep. Maybe you should do this instead. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because at the end of the day, they're not paying for your bills. They ain't going to help you at all. And they're not making... They're and, they're not, and they're not you. And they're yeah, just they not you. You know? They're not you. You didn't catch that. What? I said, unless they're taking your photos. Yeah. Then they're really helping you. Facts. That's me. Yeah. Thank you to my photographer, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Give me my flowers, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes, I really appreciate her. And she's doing this on, you know, her time because she got shit to do too. Mm. But she's. I, but me. I, I see, but, but that's she, another passion. I love she taking does pictures. Love it. And I just wish she would just. Dive in. I want you to. All right. Dive Close. Dive wrap it up. Wrap it up. Dive in. Wrap it up. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. This one was a long one. It sure was. I love it. But, you know, we love this. Mm -hmm. And I hope you love it, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I talk to my dog. Oh, Maxi Boo. Oh, my God. We didn't tell the people that you got a new puppy. Oh, yeah. I got a little French bulldog. His name is Max. His name was Whoopty. He's a rider. (laughs) He rides. (laughs) His name was Whoopty, but they call him Max. Yeah, he's... No, his name is not Whoopty. His, his name, name was Whoopty. Was, but his name, his new name is Max. <laughs> Don't be discrediting the right. Whoopty. No. I'm his name is Whoopty you. Max. His name is Max. <laughs> and um, he's a good dog so far. He's a little shady. Yeah, he's, he's a, a little. little he's so cute though. But he is. He's a sweetheart. I love him. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Got Me Thinking Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed. Follow us on Instagram at Got Me Thinking Podcast. Or you can hit us up on email at gotmethinkingpod at gmail.com. Yeah, send us your emails, bitch. Damn. And support your local black business sales.